about six months down the road, um, you're out doing laundry one day. You're doing laundry at this la- new laundromat in town. It's a laundromat and uh, a taqueria. What's it called? Um, we'll wash it. <laughs> but it's but it serves food. Yeah. <laughs> what so you do? Weird. You walk in. <laughs> they have a counter and a menu, and you're like, uh, "I'd like a, a pastor taco, you know, an asada taco, and I've got a load of whites and a load of." Uh, mostly darks, you know, and they're like, okay, and they they price it all together, and then you pass them the laundry over the table or over the counter. Yeah, they give you the tacos at the exact same time. Okay, okay, they don't give it to you before. They don't you hand their 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 uh you don't get to hand the laundry in, and then the tacos are ready when they're ready. No, when the tacos come out, the laundry comes in. That's the fucking trade. Wow, if you if you try to break the rules. They'll kick you the fuck out, and they'll have their cousin, uh, Tim, find you at your workplace and beat the shit out of you. Jeez. Is yeah. it worth... I mean, this seems like a lot to... to I, fe- I feel like... I don't think I'd go to a place like that, because if, if, you, there, was, if, was that, if there was that slight chance of, of this happening, it sounds pretty horrendous. You've been kicked out of every other uh, laundromat in town, <laughs> For though. For what? Just clogging up the machines. What do you, what is the, what do you mean by that? I mean With every what? uh every time you do the laundry, the machines just break. Why? And the the, the <laughs> you go to one laundromat and it happens and you call the manager and he goes, "Man, this thing's fucked." And he just kicks it. He kicks a hole in it. Jeez. So they're like, "Listen, dude, you're wearing out our our uh, our washing machines. You can't come back." I do that at every single laundromat. By God, every one of them. So you go to Will Wash It. All right. You order a couple tacos. What kind of tacos? I what what, what would you get? They're like um, traditional. Do they have specialty tacos? I mean, not really. It's mostly like they have like pastor, asada, oh, barbacoa, carne asada. Yeah, I'm fucking up. Two carne asado tacos. Three. So they come. They, Fuck it. They come. Well, I mean, they're kind of small. They're like a dollar seventy-five a piece. I'll get five then. So they come out on their little corn tortilla, onion cilantro. They got a little salsa bar. You load them up. You get some chips and salsa too. You see them like uh, emptying your clothes into a laundry, like a like a washing machine in the back. Yeah. And you're sitting there eating your tacos. You're watching. Uh, Watch a TV show. It's called um, Lisa and the Kids. <laughs> and it's a show about this woman named Lisa. Lisa and the Kids? Uh-huh. Fuck. It's, a, it's, it's on like the Learning Channel, you know? Or, yeah, so. It's, just a, it's a show about this woman named Lisa and her 14 kids. <laughs> it's, like one, it's like one of those shows, you like know? Like the Octomom kind of? Uh... Yeah, but she has 14 kids. Um, wow. All different ages? They're all born a year apart to the day. Jeez. She has uh, she has a one-year-old all the way up to a 14-year-old. They're I, all, you know, the, I, I think I would actually watch this show. This is kind of like weird. They're all born on New Year's Day. 
twelve zero 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 one on New Year's Day. Did she time it out? I mean, at this point, they ask her. They're like, "Hey, can you control that?" She goes, "Yeah, just pop them out. I want to get first thing. <laughs> new Year, new me." That is fascinating. Yeah. Okay, sure. She, so I mean, she claims to be able to control it, but they interview a doctor, and the doctor's like, "No, you know, it's just it's an insane coincidence." Yeah. Okay. No, I. Okay, that's weird. I, I probably would watch that show. So you're you're watching the show, and this particular episode is uh, they're enrolling the kids in like a like a baseball, like you know, Corey League. You yeah. know, so they're signing up all these kids, and there's so many of them. They're like. You guys are going to be like your own team, you know? So they put all these kids on the same team together. Uh, they fucking suck. They're so bad. And the Dang. mom's like embarrassed. She goes, oh, like it's a, a lot of pictures, a lot of video, of, like the kids playing baseball and they're just terrible. And the mom is like in tears at the end of it <laughs> with how bad the kids are. It's, she's like, she's like, I work two jobs. I, I, I don't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been out to eat in seven years. But I do it for my kids so they can do this. And this is the fucking effort they give me. But it's like some of her kids are clearly not old enough. They're like one to 14. Are they all on the same team? All on the same team. It's an all ages wow. Corey League. All ages Corey yep. League. All right. Um, so you're you're just like. Weird show, man. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Like, this is insane. You know? Yeah. This show rules. So you're. Um, I want to watch this show forever. <laughs> so, so you're you're eating these tacos, and I got to be honest with you, Pat. They're the best tacos <laughs> you've ever fucking had in your life. You like they're small, but they pack a fucking punch, brother. Perfectly seasoned, impeccably balanced. The salsa is great. It's hot. It's like it's just hot enough. Like you've been getting into hot stuff lately. Yeah, turns you on a little bit. Oh, gross. Yeah. Sometimes you like to like make your own salsa at home and you like uh you'll cut like t- you know tomatoes and jalapenos and onions and uh sometimes you jack off with a jalapeno hand. Ah, oh, oh, shit. You just really you just really love that heat, you know. It's been a new thing you've been doing for the last, I don't know, 6 months. So this uh the salsa is just great. That's fantastic tacos, right? As soon as you finish the last bite of your last taco, they say, "Pat, laundry's ready." Wow, they got a they got a bag for you, a couple bags. You okay, take, you take it out, you go home, you start putting your laundry away. Everything's folded, smells perfect. There's a receipt at the bottom of the bag. You pick it up. It says, "RBM Food Mart, two thirty p.m." Wow, come alone. It's 2.27. You're like, oh, I could just walk over right now. Yeah, I would head over. You walk over to the RBM Food Mart. You're looking around like it's like a normal, you know. There's not really any cars in the parking lot. I would probably go inside. You go up to the door. You pull on the door, and it's uh, it's locked. You turn around, and in the parking lot, there are 45 men standing there. Fuck yeah. There are 45 men. Uh, they're all dressed in military gear from all different eras 
of of U.S. history. <laughs> there's clearly like guys from Vietnam. You know, there's clearly like revolutionary. Yeah, there's forty five of them, and they're all standing at attention. Wait, I. <laughs> I mean, I can count them that fast. You know there's 45. Just, right. They're so fucking organized. They're so organized that you look at it at their at their formation and you just know it's 45. It's because it's their formation is uh, them spelling out the number 45. Oh man. One of them uh steps up to you. He looks like he's from um like World War One, you know. And he goes, Pat, we are the Freedom 45. We are the keepers of presidential oaths and myths. And he goes, he goes on to tell you that you are the 13th cousin twice removed of Abraham Lincoln. Wow. And he says, Pat. Something is afoot. <laughs> he was for for generations. We've been keeping a very sacred myth yeah. alive about President Lincoln, and that he was an only child. He okay. wasn't. President Lincoln had a twin. What? President Lincoln had a twin, and we had to take him out in order to make the world right. What is his twin's name? Dave. <laughs> Dave Lincoln. Abraham and Dave Lincoln. Abe and Dave. Abe and Dave. Wow. Dave, uh, they they are identical twins. And and he goes on to tell you that due to uh, a rip in space-time, another group has infiltrated the past, and they're keeping Dave Lincoln alive in an effort to replace Abraham Lincoln with Dave. He also goes by Daveraham. Uh, with Abraham Lincoln, jeez, and they're gonna sort of like install. I mean, it's like a it's like a coup, historical coup. Okay, they go, we need your help. What to, do you want me to do? To, we we need you to come with us to take out Abraham Lincoln. I have to kill him. Yes. Hang on. So I'm I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. So the rip in space time mm-hmm. that created this twin no he's always existed you just didn't know about him because we do our jobs and they all at the same time go yeah all in unison great um one guy shoots his gun off and he goes sorry what do i have to a plane falls out of the sky (laughs) 88 people are killed jeez let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. What happens if I say no? What happens if I go, I'm not going to kill this guy? He goes, if, if you don't come with us, they'll install Abraham Lincoln and reconstruction will never occur. The world will look entirely different. Hey, I, let me let me ask you something. And mm-hmm. this has never occurred to me until just now. Why do I have to do this? You guys are, are the soldiers with guns. It's you your, just shot a plane down. It's you your, could clearly, if you just destroyed a plane, you could go fucking just shoot some guy in the head. Is, Why do you is, make this? This is your it? task because you are the 13th cousin twice removed of Abraham Lincoln. This is the first I've heard of any of this. So you go, Pat, I, I don't know why your family wouldn't tell you. A lot of people would think it's an, a great honor. 
okay. So you, you say that, okay, just like half-assed. You're like, all right, whatever. And you like, you look down and you're wearing like modern camouflage. <laughs> you're holding an advanced rifle in your hands. Oh, shit. And you, you have like, you know, you got like glasses and a helmet and you look fucking like out of a video game. And they go, okay, Pat, we're going to go to Springfield, Illinois, home of Abe and Abraham Lincoln. Abraham, it's just so dumb. Yeah. That's the worst name ever. Abraham? Abraham and Abraham. I don't think there's anyone on this planet named Abraham. I bet there is. Okay, so what so so what do we do? So he makes you like he makes you get in like line. So he has you stand in a certain spot in the parking lot of the RBM Food Mart. The men form like the formation changes and it now spells out 46. You all turn into beams of light. Wow. And you shoot straight up into the sky. And when you come back down, you're in Springfield, Illinois, in the era of Abraham Lincoln. Holy shit. You're in like a a patch of woods. You're looking at a log cabin. <laughs> a simple log cabin. <laughs> There's a light. <laughs> a what? There's a light in the window. Okay. You see a woman pacing back and forth, holding two infant boys. And you hear her sing a song to them. She's like singing them a song about, you know, how much she loves them. She's kind of like rocking them back and forth. One of the boys has a beard. <laughs> Okay. And number 32, uh, the one who told you about your relationship to Abraham Lincoln, uh, he comes up to you. He goes, okay, they're they're both inside. You obviously know which one is Abraham. Yeah, the, the guy with the beard. Yeah, obviously. Another thing we've kept pretty under wraps for a long time. <laughs> okay. Um, guys, I'm out. I, I, I'm not going to shoot an infant in the head. You don't have to shoot it. And the shoot in the head, like that's those are your words. We never said that. You said we have to go back in time and kill him. Yeah, but you know, we never said shoot him in the head. You know. But what else would I do? I, I have mean, a gun. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, a, okay, well, whatever, guys. Look, I'm not, I'm not about this. This is, it was. I mean, it was bad. It was bad enough to do this when it. I was murdering an adult. I'm not going to murder an infant. He goes okay, and he uh, has you get back in formation again. And you guys like zip back up and you come back down and it's several years later. There's two boys playing out in the front yard of the home. They're in their teens. One of them has like a, you can tell he's got growing his beard out a little bit. Like he's trying some new shit, you know, like a teenager does. The other one just looks at him just like scowling like this motherfucker. Yeah. He's got this great beard at such a young age. Daverham, obviously. Sure. Just touches his face, feels nothing. And he goes, here we go. They're not kids anymore. You happy? I didn't think it mattered that much, but now these are teenage boys. I mean, they're they're grown men in this time. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I would uh, observe what they're doing and try to formulate a plan. 
Dude, um, because I feel like if I just went in guns blazing and mm-hmm. murdered this dude, I feel like that would change history, right? Like Abe Lincoln would see that and be like, what the fuck is this about? I'm wearing modern camo gear and yeah. I have an auto. You said I have a machine gun? Yeah, it's an, an advanced rifle. Yeah, I mean, this would blow his mind. I, I need to get this kid alone. By, I, need, I need to separate them. So they're like, um, they're just like playing in the front yard. You know, they're, they're playing hopscotch. They're, uh, they got that stick and a, and a big hoop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of they're course. Sticking a hoop. They're running that down the, uh, down the dirt road outside of their central Illinois log cabin. You see uh, their mom come out and she goes, okay, boys, it's dinner time. Come in. Abraham runs inside, his beard just full and luxurious. Almost like that's where the darkness is coming from. Like as the sun sets, it's almost dark because of how dark and thick young Abraham Lincoln's beard is. Daverham runs out to go grab the the ball or the the stick in the hoop. Would you do anything? As stealthily as stealthily as I can, but as quickly as I can. I get behind Abraham. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, this is bad. Murder is bad, but I feel like if I don't do this, it's going to warp history. There's a rip in space time. Yeah. I need to fix the rip. Mm-hmm. And Abe Lincoln was a pretty good guy. Yeah. I go, hey, man, it's not personal. I blow his fucking brains out. So you shoot? Yeah. He'd shoot. And then I shoot and I go, all right, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. So you like, you raise your rifle to shoot the teenage boy. <laughs> just a, just a teenage boy. Just an innocent teenage boy. You sure. raise your rifle. You look down the scope and you see him just like, like the wind just runs through his hair. <laughs> he's just smiling and happy. A bird lands on his shoulder. And he looks up at it, and the bird like kisses him on the cheek, and then it flies away. And as you he get was ready to by a bird, mm-hmm, as you get ready to squeeze that trigger, yeah. to fill that innocent teenage boy <laughs> full of lead, you see like what I can only describe is a tear, and you see a hand come out and grab him, and it's wearing like a black suit. Shit. And it pulls him through the rip. What would you do? I jump in after him. So Wait, you, actually, you would jump, I jump in after him? You jump into the rip. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. And you jump How into the jump rip. Into the rip? <laughs> and you as you like God, go to jump fuck. in, you hear the you hear thirty two go, Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I don't know and why. You jump into the rip. Yeah. And you're inside like a giant factory. <laughs> You're inside like a giant factory and you're just on like this uh like an assembly line floor. And you see that there's just there's like a wall of crates with the letter L stamped onto each one of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're just like walking through, you got this rifle in your hands. And at the end of this, like at the other end of like the the assembly line, you see like a shadow of like a young like teenage boy on the wall 
it's clearly Daveraham. And you see like a door close on the shadow. And you walk towards that shadow. And as you like walk into the hallway where that room is, uh, you reach out, you find the door handle, you grab it. And it feels ice cold. And you open that door handle and it just kind of cracks. It like crackles. You know how like sometimes if there's like a hard, if there's like an ice, like it rains and then freezes and you go to open your door handle, it just like kind of crackles underneath sure. the pull. That's exactly what happens when you open this door. Yeah. As soon as the door swings open, for just a split second, you see a man. He's wearing, well, he has no hair whatsoever. <laughs> He is completely and totally bald. The idea of this guy ever having hair to you makes you sick. <laughs> you look at him and you picture that he has hair and you throw up a little bit in your mouth. That's how foreign it is for this guy to have hair on his head. His eyes are ice blue. The depths of the most ancient glaciers. The color of the heavens. You look at his mouth and it's just lined with a row after row of what I can only describe as like razor sharp shark's teeth. And you thought those teeth were sharp and then you see his suit. This suit is the sharpest thing you've ever seen. Looks like it's made out of Japanese knives. You know, it's just that sharp. Sounds like a sh pretty sharp suit. And for, I say you see him for just a split second because as soon as you like lock eyes with him and you see those light blue eyes, he uh, he does that thing where he pokes your eyes like in a Three Stooges movie. Oh, no. Except <laughs> there are icicles coming out of the ends of both of his fingertips and they go through your eyes into your brain oh. and out the back of your skull. And you just feel cold. Oh, God. You just feel instantly cold. Fuck. And pain just sears through your body. And he, uh, you fall to the floor. And before, like, before, like, you totally lose it, yeah. you just see him turn and he goes, All right, get him the beard. And then they close the door. Fuck. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, they wind up replacing Abraham Lincoln and install a shadow government With, led by Abraham Lincoln. Led by Abraham Lincoln. Uh, reconstruction never really happens. The U.S. never becomes a global leader. And the world gets destroyed. <laughs> Wait, from what? Eventually somebody invents an atomic bomb, but they're not very good at it. So they just kind of <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> you know? And then once that got out, it was just fucking chaos. There was no global power to sort of steer the, the nuclear ship. And then everything just fell into chaos. I cannot fucking believe i jumped into that riff that that is the <laughs> biggest blunder on this show i think we've ever had no i mean some, you did it you did it without thinking <sighs> man yeah that uh i feel so dumb yeah you fucking died <laughs> i deserve to die in that one i <laughs> fucked up so bad yeah i deserve to die yeah you did yeah <laughs> 